Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. And today we're going to take a roll and stroll over the river. This is the river roll and stroll that is going to connect the city of South Hadley and the city of Holyoke in an event that is happening for the very first time and is going to bring both communities to this middle point in the river to enjoy music and different activities that represent both cities and both communities. And for this purpose, I want to welcome one of the organizers of this activity, Sean Condon. Welcome to the podcast, and thank you for giving us this time to talk about the River Roll and Stroll. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. It's, it's a real pleasure to be here and to, to get word out about the event and let people know what's going on. So this sounds like it's something really creative and really interesting and attractive for people to have the opportunity to hang out at the bridge, enjoying the view, also having the opportunity to enjoy some activities. So what is this event, the River Rollins Roll? I guess if you want to boil it down to kind of a, a simple label, it's an open streets event. And an open streets event is where uh, an organizer closes down the roads to automotive traffic and opens them up to the community and lets the community use that space in any way they want. So there's no one standard template for open streets uh, events other than, like I said, they're closed to cars and kind of creates a canvas that the, the community can use to create an event that they want to participate in. How this idea came up, who started it, and how did you put it to work? <laughs> so this has been in the works for a little over a year and a half, believe it or not, uh, and it actually came from me. Uh, I first kind of thought up of the idea and Uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a big cycling advocate, so I do a lot of cycling, and uh, I do work with MassBike, which is a statewide organization that promotes cycling. And I was you know, trying to think of new ways to promote cycling, get people out on the roads, uh, and you know, enjoy an alternative form of transportation, an alternative form of leisure. And I came across this idea of open streets, which really caught my eye, fascinated me, Not only because it included cycling, but there were, there were so many other elements that kind of touched on as well. And I kind of latched on to this idea of an open streets event and decided I wanted to make one happen here in Western Mass. There's, there's never really been an open streets event like this before in Western Mass. There's uh, out in Boston, there's one on Memorial Drive. They close Memorial Drive down to cars during the summer. Uh, I think it's Sundays, I'm not sure. But they don't really have a festival. It's just the roads closed people bike, rollerblade, and things like that. But out here in Western Mass, we've n not really done something like this. So it's, it's, uh, it was really exciting for me to kind of bring forward and uh, explore how that could take shape and, and what it could become. So once you had this idea, what happened next? How did you got some support <laughs> and people backing up this project? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I live in here in Holyoke, and I'm on the bike ped committee. So I first brought it to my compatriots on the committee who were excited about the idea. And to be honest, I don't remember how it got into my brain. I thought of the idea of connecting Holyoke with South Hadley 
over the bridge. Uh, so I uh, approached saw the people on the South Hadley Bike Pet Committee about the idea, and they were equally excited. Uh, and they actually, in some ways, became more excited and have joined. And really, it's with their help that this has really taken shape and come together. How do you feel the availability of resources and roads and signaling for cyclists is right now in the city of Holyoke? Right now, it's it's thin. Uh, we're working on improving the infrastructure, um, but just like with any project and any bureaucracy, it's slow going. Uh, it's a matter of you know finding the funds to implement the great ideas that we have. Um, but we're moving in the right direction. Uh, the city, uh, in the last six months, uh, had a, a cycling network plan put together um, to identify roads that we could focus resources on to improve travel throughout the city, as well as connecting to communities neighboring us. I remember that we had a conversation talking about this event in, in a session that we had when the Holyoke Urban Bike School hops hmm. were here at the studio talking about their program, their activities, and then the conversation brought up the event that we're talking about, the River Rhone Stroll that is happening now in May, and just sounded interesting, just the, the mere fact of being able to hang out on the, on the bridge. Mm. How do you think the outcome of this event will be for communities from both cities, Holyoke and South Hadley, not only for cyclists, but community in general? Right, yeah, I mean, uh, most people who know me, when they first started hearing me talk about the event, assumed that it was a cycling event. And I really wanted to stress that no, it's, you know, that's one small piece of it. But really what's grabbed hold of me is the, the potential for an event like this to be a community event, to bring people out, to connect them, to get them active outdoors. Whether that's cycling or not, it's really not important. It's just getting people out and excited about kind of reclaiming the space um, that you know, traditionally, people don't walk over the bridge thinking, oh, I'm just going to have fun out here. I'm going to enjoy the views. Um, you know, most people are shooting across it on cars. Uh, there, I mean, there are some uh, fishermen who use it, but, you know, claiming that space and really letting people have fun and enjoy it. And that's, that's really what I'm excited about. So what are the activities that were included as part of this whole activity? Because it's not only the opportunity of being there. Mm. I've seen a long list of different options that are going to happen during this set of around four hours that the activity is going to... 11 to 3, yeah. So we have a, really a full slate. We have uh, about, I think at this point, 16 different bands playing over the course of the day at different points across the bridge. So at any point, there'll be three or four bands playing. So there'll be music kind of in the background to set the mood, uh, and all various types of music, uh, marching bands, some Latino bands are going to be coming out, some acoustic instruments. Uh, so, you know, a full range of music. There'll be uh, family-friendly activities. There'll be face painting. There'll be jump ropes. There'll be bubble wands. There'll be a putting green just tons and tons of stuff to get, again, get people out and give them something to do to enjoy the day with. 
What has been the support that you've been getting from agencies or different sectors in the community on both sides of the of the bridge? Yeah, we have really been uh, very uh, lucky to have a lot of support. Um, biggest support has been come from the Massachusetts Department of Transportation, MassDOT. They actually, that's their bridge. So for us to close it down, we had to work with them to get a permit uh, to do so. Um, and when we approached them about this, they were a little dumbstruck because no one's done anything like this before. And they themselves weren't quite sure what the process was to, to issue that type of permit. Um, but they were really fabulous about working with us uh, and identifying, helping us identify what things we should think about in terms of safety, detours, you know, helping us through the process because, you know, it's kind of a learning process for everyone. This being the first year of the event, we we're kind of feeling it out and seeing how it would develop. So, so MassDOT has been very uh, helpful. Uh, both communities, uh, Holyoke and South Hadley, uh, have really uh, stepped up and thrown their full support behind the event in terms of police support, uh, DPW. So we're very thankful for that. Uh, there's a few local community sponsors that also have come forward. Holyoke Medical Center, E-Inc. and South Hadley have been a big sponsor. Mass Bike, the Massachusetts Bicycle Coalition is a sponsor. Uh, and then a lot of smaller ones as, as well have come forward to throw their you know, weight and support behind this event. Uh, without which, you know, we wouldn't be able to do it. It's, you know, we, an event like this surprisingly takes a lot of money and time to put together. So we've been very lucky, fortunate. So how do you feel seeing just a few days ahead <laughs> of having this event happening, being tangible, being real, after a long process, a lot of work that came from one idea that you had? Yeah, so, you know, after a year and a half, uh, a couple of weeks, it struck me that uh, this is going to happen. And <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness, this is going to happen. <laughs> and then you start worrying, do I have everything in place? You know, do I have all, all of the potential possibilities managed in case something goes wrong? Do I have, uh, do we have everything we need to, to make it a successful and enjoyable day for everyone? And, you know, in the last couple of days, I've, I've kind of calmed down a little bit and just am eager for the day to arrive. And for it to be turn out great and for people to be talking about next year's event. So for people interested in attending this this event, mm -hmm. the River Rome Stroll, what are the recommendations to get there? And of course, where to park, how to utilize the resources available on both sides of the bridge. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, because it's on the bridge itself, you can really access the event from either side of the bridge, Holyoke or uh, South Hadley. The event runs from 11 to 3. Uh, you don't necessarily have to show up right at 11, and you don't have to stay to 3. You can certainly come and go when, whenever you feel like. Um, there will be a, a parade uh, during the middle of the event around 1 o'clock. Uh, actually, two parades, one from either side that will meet in the middle for uh, a few uh, presentations. The, the bridge is going to be rededicated as the Vietnam Veterans Bridge. So there will be a few veterans speaking there. So that'll be taking place. In terms of parking, uh, on the Holyoke side, uh, there's just there's plentiful on-street parking uh, near the end of the bridge there. And then on the uh, South Hadley side, there are a few uh, parking lots 
right over on the other side of the river, but there's also on-street parking there. So there should be plenty of room for people to drive and enjoy the event. And we're also hoping people from neighborhoods on either side, you know, walk or cycle to the event as well. Uh, Mass Bike will be providing uh, valet bike parking. So if you do ride your bike, they'll park your bike for you and keep it safe while you're enjoying the day. Anything about other attractions like, for example, food or, you know, the common attractions yeah. that, that usually people are expecting from activities outdoors? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I will say all of the activities on the bridge, the music, the jump ropes, everything, face painting, completely free. The only thing uh, that people could pay for if they wanted to is there will be food available. Uh, there'll be food on both sides. Uh, on the Holyoke side, there's going to be the Holyoke Hummus Company and the Bistro Bus. And on the South Hadley side of the bridge, El Guanaco and Surf and Dogs. So there'll be a nice range of options if you get hungry while you're there. And for dessert, we're going to have the Crooked Stick Pops Bicycle. Mm. And if you haven't, haven't had them before, they're really delicious. And they, they have a, a bike, a cargo bike that they sell them out of with a big cooler mounted in front. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I remember last summer they were, along with the hummus truck mm -hmm. here in Ray Street, some couple of times during the Thursday evenings. And yeah, I remember seeing, seeing the combination of hummus and then the popsicles. <laughs> You're listening Radio Plasma. And we want to listen to your feedback. Let us know your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, comments, requests, people or matters that you would like to hear about in this space. You can contact us on our website, radioplasma.com, and through our social media channels, Twitter, Radio Plasma Lab, and facebook.com slash radioplasma. What are the expectations? What do you think it could be the next step about this? Do you think this could be an event that could repeat, maybe in a year basis? So, yeah, we, we as a committee really haven't talked too much in depth about uh, looking in the future. I think the general hope is that it does become an annual event that repeats yearly. Uh, on a personal level, I would like this to be sort of a template for other communities in the Valley to use so they can hold similar type events, not necessarily on a bridge, but, you know, similar open streets types festivals that, that really get people out and activated. How do you think this could impact and benefit both communities, Holyoke and South Hadley, through this interaction? And especially being in a space that hasn't been seen as a place for, for communion. Right, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of weird, right? It's, it's right in the middle of the bridge. It's kind of neutral ground. Most people don't normally hang out there. So, you know, it's kind of a new area for everyone. And, and I, I think it will serve well for people on both sides of the river to kind of mingle with each other and realize that they both enjoy getting outside and listening to music and having fun with their families. And, you know, just that normal, everyday kind of interaction that they might not have because of this big bridge that separates them. And indeed, it's a big bridge. Yeah, it's really long. When we first started planning this event, we, uh, you know, we threw the idea of you know, using the bridge. And then one day over the winter, we went out and actually walked it. And we were like, 
wow, this is a really long bridge when you're not driving it. <laughs> but that definitely will allow a lot of uh, interaction and the opportunity to enjoy the view, possibly appreciate a view that many people see every day going back and forth, commuting to work or to school or to the city just for different reasons. But it's totally different when you have the time to stop and take a look to the whole picture, the river, the dam, looking at, up uh, at the dam. And yeah, and it's an amazing uh, how much wildlife is there as well that you, you wouldn't normally expect. I remember when we went during the winter, uh, when we were walking the, that, the bridge that day, uh, I happened to look down in the river and I saw what I thought were rocks with snow on them. And then as I got closer, I realized they were geese that were kind of floating in the water with s snow kind of piled up on their backs and they were just kind of floating there. And I, was, and I, I you know, I wouldn't expect to see that in the river. I, you know, driving over the bridge, you never even get a chance to look down into the river itself. This is a great opportunity and an excellent way to appreciate our resources, what we have in the city that usually we take for granted many times. And this is also a great chance to connect with people from the other side of the river to enjoy it in a totally new way that hopefully becomes a tradition. That's what we're hoping. <laughs> now, there is another aspect that I believe it is part of the plan already. Although we are technically on spring, but weather has been uh, still a little bit difficult to read mm -hmm. and unexpected. Is there a contingency plan in case the weather is not that good? Unfortunately, there is not a rain date, uh, only because of the, the complexity of, of getting the permit in the first place. It just it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't allow for another date to be set aside as well with all the players who were involved, uh, the DPW departments, MassDOT, setting up the detours, all of those things. So uh, we're gonna cross our fingers uh, with, with light rain, we'll still be on, we'll still hold the event. Uh, the only way we'll cancel if it's you know, heavy, uh, continuous rain or you know, thunderstorms or something like that. There might be light showers, but hopefully it won't be just that, if any. Right, and that's what we're hoping for. I mean, you know, there's, at this point, there's nothing we can do f about it, so it's just a matter of you know, keeping a smile on our face and full speed ahead. If we are used to hang out during the winter, I believe a little bit of rain wouldn't be that much of a problem. So just, I guess the suggestion will be come prepared, bring an umbrella, uh, maybe something to cover yourself, so in case there is a little breeze, you don't feel that much that cold wind or that cold air and exactly get ready to enjoy of river roll and stroll so this is going to happen on sunday may 7th it is from 11 a.m until 3 p.m at the bridge between holyoke and south hadley is there any other additional information people uh, may need to know or some other information where people can look up online uh, so uh, other information in terms of people who are attending, uh, this is a no alcohol event. So, you know, we're gearing it towards families, so no alcohol. 
and also no coolers as well being brought onto the bridge. There are uh, a lot of fishermen who use the bridge, and we're just asking them to uh, fish below it, not off the bridge, but down on the bank that day, just for safety's sake so no one gets a hook somewhere where they don't want it. Um, In terms of getting more information, uh, we do have uh, a Facebook page, River Roll and Stroll, um, and we also do have uh, a Twitter page, uh, twitter.com slash river underscore stroll, uh, and Instagram also, river underscore stroll. And now that you mentioned an Instagram, I guess that will be another great opportunity for people who love photography to share their pictures from the bridge. I guess that will be another great opportunity to have a new perspective of our cities, South Hadley and Holyoke, from the bridge that usually is not utilized that much for, for pictures. And I guess right now that will be another aspect as part of the event to have that interaction with whoever feels creative and and inspired by the activities to capture it and document it and share it uh, through through Instagram, maybe creating a hashtag for it. Yeah, indeed. I'm sure there'll there'll be lots of good pictures over the course of the day with, uh, you know, all the people interacting and on the bridge, the musicians. Uh, We're also going to be doing uh, sidewalk chalk art on the bridge itself. So I'm sure there'll be some artists coming out drawing some wonderful things right on the road that people could get pictures of. So this is an event that if you have no other plans, now you have one. And it's a good one from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. I believe it gives a lot of options to continue your day with other activities happening. And there are, as a matter of fact, because there's also the Children of the Wild here in Holyoke and also there is a um, classical musical concert at Holyoke Community College. So it's the beginning of a nice Sunday in the Valley. And we hope this event brings people and creates a good connection and a good vibe and experience for everyone. So this way we can enjoy of more river rolling strolls in the future. Thank you, Johan, so much for having me and letting me share information about the event. Sean, thank you so much for putting this idea into action and making it happen. I believe many people will be grateful of your efforts because this is a fantastic opportunity. And when we get this type of activities happening, uh, it creates moments and memories and experiences that could be the beginning of something even bigger. Indeed, yeah. Well, I want to thank Sean Condon for his idea for allowing us this time at the Radio Plasma Podcast and talk about the River Rolling Stroll happening May 7th on the bridge between Holyoke and South Hadley. All information regarding this event and the lineup of the different bands and activities happening is listed on our website, radioplasma.com, along with this session. This episode of the Radio Plasma podcast was produced at the Plasma Media Lab at the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Jorgen Rashivega. Thank you for listening. <laughs>